I, I would say one thing, and I feel like this started probably in Copenhagen, where we discovered that as a family, we like to climb things. Hi, here we are. Episode eight of the Out of Limits podcast. I'm Philippe, joined by Laura. Say hi. Hi. And this is the podcast where you look at your constraints and you grow out of limits. No, that didn't sound great. But we're going to go with it anyways. <laughs> Laura, here we are. Episode eight of this first series where we talk about our 10-month journey to Sicily. The Can la- I just say, Yeah, I'm really glad that we persevered through our technical challenges in the beginning. And we're actually finally recording this podcast. So I just want to give a shout out to you for not giving up on dealing with our audio issues. Yay, Philippe. There you go. Just a quick uh, shout out. Thanks. I'd just like to say thanks for showing up, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I blocked a day to do this. So I, you know, yeah. like I showed up. You sure did. I sure did. Okay. Where were so, we? So now this is... Um, this is the adventure part. Yeah. This is the adventure. So we talked about the logistics and why did we do this and was challenges. it hard and challenges and this is the fun part. This yeah. is the adventure part. I mean, it, I mean, looking back, it was all, I, is fun the right word? Maybe not, but it I'll tell you. It was an adventure. It was an adventure and that is really a big part of what we wanted out of this. So let's share the adventure. What's... What do you think was, uh, what was your favorite part of our Well, adventure? I think, yeah. So obviously doing this, it is all about exploring and experiencing new things. And so the first thing that we did on a small, so we did some things on a small scale and things on a big scale. So on a small scale, I said before that we structured our school days, school weeks into four days. And so we had school from thir- Monday to Thursday and then Friday was Adventure Friday. Yeah. And Adventure Friday was just doing some local things. So And that was because we had a cleaner cleaning our apartment, yes. Margarita. Shout All out thanks to, Margarita. to Margarita. Yes. She was a lovely Sicilian woman. Spitfire could not understand a word she said. Well, she was speaking Sicilian as well. Sicilian so. and very fast. But we adored her. She adored us. She was so But she great. kicked us out of the apartment. So we were not allowed to be there while she cleaned. Yeah. Um, which was great. It gave us, it was like, okay, well, we have at least three hours. We have to be out of the apartment. We didn't what have are a we going to do? So yeah, Margarita forced our hand, you know, in, lovingly. And that was when Adventure Fridays were born. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for Margarita. For cleaning and for making so give Adventure us, Friday give happen. give us some highlights of Adventure Friday. What did we do? Oh my gosh. We went to Modica, which is a beautiful town, Baroque town, known for their chocolate. So that was an amazing Adventure Friday. We went exploring a lot of nature reserves. So Cava Grande. Amazing. Emile's favorite. Amazing. There were some pretty big hikes where we ran out of food and water and uh, it felt a bit dire a few times, but oh my gosh, just, and there's nobody else around, no cell service either. So you want to make sure nobody gets injured. But this is where, this is where the, uh, we would joke around, right? Because I mean, literally we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There's no cell service, like Laura said. And you know, there's like, you're lucky if you can call this a path, honestly. And there could and a be a railing. cliff. There's no railing. I well, mean, you could have a couple of sticks 
you know, and that's a railing. But really, we started joking around with this kind of uh, hypothetical story headline, starting out with four Canadian tourists, never to be seen again, you know, and yeah. fill in the blank, you know, dot, 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 never yeah. to be seen again. Which became a bit of a running joke on yeah. all of our adventures. We, the kids would start saying that because we'd end up in these crazy places. We'd find it on a map and go, oh, there's like a path here we could go on and we'd end up in this narrow road. I still remember you doing this crazy like 20 point turn because it was literally barely wide enough for one car and we had to go back the same way, you know, we're somewhere and, and the kids were like, where are we? I'm like, this is where you bury the body. Like it just literally felt like that's what you do here. Um, there was remnants from the Second World War, old like turrets for guns and bunkers underground. The kids would go exploring, like walks along the cliff edge, the um, along the ocean or high up and limestone cliffs and rock formations, going to the Greek theater and exploring the era of Dionysus and caves oh my gosh i we could saw, go on we saw flamingos wild flamingos <gasps> and we yes. saw them fly and i mean sure you know we've seen the flamingos at the zoo but when they're flying it is i mean i was i was blown away uh they fly in formation just like geese and uh but the legs are so long and uh oh, so... beautiful oh my gosh I'm so like, great and i said to i remember saying to the kids i'm like i've never seen a flamingo fly before and they were like, me either. I'm like, yeah, but you're, you know, 11 and 15. I'm a few decades older than you. But it was just such a beautiful moment, too, that we shared together. And so what was beautiful about it is there were days the kids were not happy to be there, right? Like yeah. It was challenging. They missed friends and family and they felt isolated. There was no other kids for them to play with, um, really. Emil, I should share, he played soccer, football on an Italian team three days a week. So he was getting out there, but the language was a barrier. So they were not always super happy to be there. We'll just say that. But those Adventure Fridays, they looked forward to. Where are we going to go? What are yeah. we going to do? It really became a highlight of our time. Yeah. So sometimes we would uh, get in the car and drive out somewhere, whether it was Mount Etna or uh, Modica on the other side, or we would drive a little further, um, see the Roman uh, ruins in Agrigento. Those um, were Greek. Those were... Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Greek Yeah. The, Greek the Valley ruins. of Temples. The Valley of amazing. Temples. And um, sometimes we would drive out and sometimes we'd stay close to uh, Syracuse, which also has... Uh, a Greek amphitheater and a, and a Roman arena and um, tunnels under the city from the the Greeks that were used as bomb shelters from the in the Second World War yeah. and they found fossils because obviously there's limestone that's ancient and they found bullet casings from the Second World War after a huge storm on one of our Adventure Fridays. We found sea cucumbers one day and other creatures. So. There was nature and, and the natural world sort of learning and experiencing. And then there was the history and actually being in a mikvah underneath our city that had been buried for years. Um, so it was like the history was so rich and we were fully immersed in it. So those adventures varied, but we all look forward to them. Yeah. So those were our kind of close to Syracuse type of adventures. But of course, 
we had planned on getting on a plane and seeing the rest of Europe as well. And so we planned a few trips, starting with Copenhagen and Paris in October 2022. Yeah. And so, so I don't know how much detail we want to get into with all of well, our trips. Well, yeah. So that trip, um, I lived in Denmark years ago. My dad is Danish, so I have a deep connection to Denmark. And we had originally planned on going to Denmark summer of 2020. And as you can imagine, that trip got canceled. So this was a bit of a replacement for that. We visited with family. We went to Legoland, um, had a great time showing them where I used to live in Copenhagen. So that was a, that was a beautiful trip for me personally, just to reconnect with that other home that I have there and the people there, our family, and to show the kids that and, and to see the connection that they now have with some of their extended relatives and the country and culture was was pretty beautiful. So I think we can, you know, we don't need to go into too many details, but that was a pretty, as, as a first trip on this big adventure, um, that was that was pretty spectacular. Yeah, that was nice. And I think the other thing that we realized is, um, you know, even if our apartment was big enough, um, it was the four of us. And if it was the four of us a little too long, just, you know, just the four of us together, you know, and I'm going to say a period of six to eight weeks, let's say, then that would get a little squirrely. And so I think we tried to plan adventures kind of, uh, you know, Almost, we, we spread yeah. them out roughly every, uh, every month or so. Yeah. Um, and so we started off with Copenhagen and Paris. And then uh, over the Christmas break, we went to Switzerland. And so kind of mapped out a few days there, just about a week. And what was, you know, a lot of people had questions for me, you know, oh, did you take a year off? Or what did you do? Well, I was often working on these trips, not to the same degree. But I remember being in Copenhagen, and I was running a group brand camp. And I went back to our hotel in Copenhagen to run a session with my clients while you and the kids went and explored something. We did one where when I was at, we were at my cousin's place in the country. I did one from our hotel in Paris while you guys climbed the Eiffel Tower. So I got to enjoy most of these things, but there were times where I stayed back or, or left early so I could get back and, and do the work that, that I needed to do. And I actually really enjoyed blending these two things together. Sometimes when we were traveling, I would get up early and like respond to my team or answer any messages so that that could be received during the day. And I could go and enjoy my day knowing that things were taken care of. And then I would do the same thing at the end of the day. So especially when we were on a bigger trip, um, that was typically how I would structure my days. Yeah. So we, we made it work. And again, um, it's just being flexible. Yeah. Um, and, and adaptable. Yeah. I, I would say one thing, and I feel like this started probably in Copenhagen, where we discovered that as a family, we like to climb things. So yeah. we had already done some hiking and some climbing in that um, before that trip. But on that trip, there was a lot of towers to climb in Copenhagen. There was a church spire. Then there's the new forest tower outside of Copenhagen, which I cannot recommend enough was absolutely stunning. I still think about that place. And then we're like, oh, that became a thing we started to seek out. So it was kind of a beautiful thing. Even the kids are like, what can we climb here? So it could be a hill. It could be a mountain. It could be 
a spiral staircase at, in a church. It could be any of these things. That, and it, we would then seek that out. So then in Switzerland, we did the same thing. We found a forest tower on a foggy day or Zurich. We climbed the you mountain. know, the mountain there and yeah. then a big storm blew in and we couldn't see anything. But yeah. that's that became part of the story. I think also just seeing our kids energetically, you walk through a museum or a church or something like that, and they kind of, they tune out. They're back on their phones or they're not as engaged. Where I think as you're climbing something, you're exerting yourself, you're spending some energy, and it is satisfying at the end when you get to the top and there's a view. It, it kind of combines uh, those two things. And we did see, I mean, we saw a lot of churches. We did. And uh, I would say for the most part, I think we were all done with museums and churches. Well, and I think, so we did a road trip from Rome to Venice, and it was spectacular. Um, But again, lots of churches. We went to the Vatican, which is sort of the big daddy of churches. And they kind of were like, all right, mom and dad. Like, we did a three-hour tour of the Vatican, think we can put a check mark beside visit churches for this trip. So by the time we got to Venice, we were kind of all like historically exhausted. <laughs> and they were like, could we do, you know, a no churches, but is there something different? So we actually went to the island of Lido, rented bicycles and cycled all around the island of Lido, rather than spend all of our time kind of touring around the inner cities and canals. Of Venice, although we did the canal we tour, did and we did that. all yeah, of yeah. that, but we did spend a day going and exploring something that maybe not a lot of people would do in Venice. And in fact, that was probably that was definitely our favorite part of Venice, I would say. And Just the kids going actually, to Lido, if they, which is not yeah. part of, of Venice, but if you would ask the kids, they would probably say Lido. Yeah. That that bike ride on Lido was definitely a highlight. Well, we're going to ask them that in one of our future episodes. Um, you know, we went all around Sicily as well, and all the things we discovered around Sicily, not to mention the Rome to Venice and Florence and Siena and Modena and like all the hot springs we discovered there. But Sicily, we spent a lot of time going to Palermo, going to Mount Etna a couple of times, climbing Mount Etna. What were some of your Yeah, I would say, I would Sicily? say we definitely um, saw most of Sicily. I would say the only place where we are, the only city, I guess, that we didn't really get to is Messina. Um, But otherwise, we kind of, we saw most of the highlights, both inside the island and and the perimeter. And and it is funny, going back to one of our first episodes where we said this Airbnb was located in a small town. Well, that's, we drove through small towns like that. And we didn't see anybody there was nobody there nobody there and after driving through the town it just reaffirmed that we made the right choice like we would have been miserable would have been miserable staying in that town so those those uh i mean this is locked into a contract this is just our impression but those places where they sell one euro and two euro houses because the town is dying and they're looking to rejuvenate those are Sleepy places. And that may suit some people. Yeah. It did not suit us. Someone we wanted. So, you know, it may be perfect for others, but we knew ourselves well enough. So yeah. anyway, we had lots of road trips around Sicily and it was spectacular. Like 
uh, the the nature and the the places we stumbled upon, the beaches, yeah, really spectacular. Just the variety of things. I mean, yeah. it was it was fascinating, yeah. fascinating. You know, I remember so Madaka, where they do the chocolate, or known for its chocolate, is built inside a valley. So that's how they would kind of um, disguise themselves. You know, so let's say because all of these cities are built around uh, defense, right? In a way. And so they would hide. Them. So this one was in the valley. And um, Anna is built on top of a mountain. And so both of these are small cities in uh, Sicily, but totally different in terms of, I guess, not fortification per se, but how they would defend themselves, maybe. Because uh, they're anyways, so old. I mean, they're so old. They would have needed to defend themselves to. when they were created. So... Now, I, I did a bit of travel with business or, or some entrepreneur groups, and I, I won't touch on those. But while I was away in one of those trips, you decided that you were not going to, that you and the kids were not going to just sit around and stare at each other for the, that like 10 days while I was going to be away, that you needed to go off and do something. So Correct. What and did you one do of the things <laughs> that I wanted to do while we were there is do some sailing. I mean, we're, it's the Mediterranean, right? Uh, absolutely wanted to do that. And I wasn't sure exactly how, how I was going to do that. So I started looking around and started looking at chartering a, a sailboat. And then that started looking a little too fancy. And I didn't really want to do that with my teenagers. And so then I thought, okay, well, what if I turn this into a learning experience? So, so that kind of put me onto a different path. And we ended up doing a sailing course that's uh, registered with the RYA, so Royal uh, Yacht Academy. And um, this was in Greece. And so we flew to Greece. This is only me and the boys. Flew to Athens and then got onto a sailboat for five days, four nights. And uh, it was fantastic. What was the name of the... Give them a shout out. Um, Aegean Aegean, uh, Sailing School or something. And they're, they're... out of um, Aina, the island of Aina, which is close to Athens. Uh, clo- yeah. And uh, it was perfect. They did a fantastic job. The boys got their competent crew certification and I got my uh, day skipper certification. And so we, we get something out of it. It was a learning experience. And uh, we were sailing in the Mediterranean. I mean, it was it was pretty incredible. And they it were the great. only kids. You were with a bunch of boats and yep. on this flotilla of people learning to sail. And they, they were the only kids. Well. And you said they did, they did awesome. But they had to work, right? It was it wasn't a leisurely yep. trip. It was learning how to sail and working on a boat. So that's right. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. That was fun. That was a really, uh, that was a fun experience. Yeah. Then we also we didn't share. We went to Malta. That was super yeah. fun. So you can take a ferry, like a high-speed ferry, from Sicily to Malta. It's like an hour and 45 minutes. Super It fast. was amazing. We spent, like, I think we stayed for two nights, took the ferry back. Oh, my gosh. Malta was amazing. Similar in some ways to Sicily. Some of the architecture, the styling, the geography, like the geology and all of that was similar. But we loved this little island of Malta and what it had to offer and the pastizis. Yes. Delicious. Fantastic. Yeah. So we went there for a weekend. And so we sailed off, I think it was on a Saturday night. Yeah. So basically the boat. Oh, yeah. There's a few things that we discovered. 
The boat leaves in the evening like from Sicily and and leaves from Malta in the morning. And so what people do is they uh, they go to Malta and they party all night. They stay up and then they get on the boat and come back to Sicily. Well, this is one theory. And um, oh, we saw some of them. Don't you remember? And on the other side, on the flip side, is people go shopping in Sicily. So people from Malta go shopping in Sicily. For and the so, day. And so we saw a lot of ads for this major outlet mall kind of a thing in Sicily. And they could get a bus from the yeah. ferry to the outlet center for the yeah. Maltese people to do that for the day. So it makes sense. You leave in the morning from Malta, go shopping all day, come back at night. But on the flip side, it's... Go go to Malta to party, but we get we actually left coming back in an evening. So I think the ferry went twice a day. Did it? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, so the other thing that we discovered is so we were, is that right? No, we came back on the Monday. We did. Okay. Anyways, um, the other thing that we discovered was our full day in Malta was Sunday, and everything is closed. So we didn't. Oh, know and that. a lot of things were also closed on Monday. Yeah, probably. But uh, so. Sunday, it's a uh, very religious on the island, and uh, nobody works. So, and here we were, looking for places that were. Open. Yeah, all the restaurants we want to go to were closed. Yeah. The certain sightseeing things, shops, almost everything was closed on the Sunday. So we we saw lots of things outside, which was great. But there were some key things that you know we'll have to go back to Malta one day, maybe to check out. Yeah. And then our last trip before we came back was to Mallorca. So Philippe had a bit of a reunion with a high school friend he hasn't seen in about 30 years yeah. who lives in Malta, in, uh, sorry, Mallorca. in Mallorca, invited us to come. And so we spent, I think, about five days in Mallorca in June before heading back to Canada. Yeah. So that was, uh, I mean, it was pretty special uh, seeing my friend after so many years. That was great. But also... Mallorca was a bit of a surprise, honestly. Um, did not uh, expect that. It's a beautiful island. Uh, and in fact, driving on some of the roads in the mountains on the, the North Shore, uh, one of the most beautiful drives. Uh, oh. It was stunning. Stunning. Yeah. Uh, so We were living our best life. Yeah, lots of surprises there that I was not expecting. Uh, Although... There's a lot of partiers who go to Mallorca. So it depends yeah. on where you're staying. We were staying somewhere where there was a lot of partiers. Made sleeping a little challenging, a little disruptive. Kids saw some very interesting things. Um, but then you get away from those spots and you're like, okay, the nature, the people, the... Yeah, Mallorca was amazing. And the reunion with, with your friend and his yeah. family was really, really special. That was nice. Yeah. So it was a packed, you know, and, and a lot of people asked, hey, did you go here or did you go there? Or we had all this like a laundry list of places we wanted to go, but there was only a, you know, a certain amount of time. And well, we'll just have to save some we, of those other places. We saw what we saw and it yeah. was perfect. And we you know? saw a lot. We packed, so we went to 11 countries in 10 months and so many road trips and Adventure Fridays. And it was exactly the adventure we were looking for. Yeah. So in our next episode, we're going to wrap things up, kind of give you our conclusion out of all this and what's coming next. And maybe we'll do a little bonus episode and we'll ask uh, Emil and Sebastian to join us and, 
and give you guys yeah the uh, their perspective, the kids' perspective. All right, we'll see you then. We'll see you then. Bye bye. 